do it, man. Let's do it. So, I've, uh, like I said, I was reading this book, right? Yeah. And I, uh, I thought to myself, there's not many people I can talk about this to that are, like, totally all about this kind of lifestyle kind of, uh, idea. And I, and I would talk to the, about this to anybody. Okay. But, uh, I definitely want to, uh, talk to you about it. I've been reading, uh, do you know what DMT is? DMT? Yeah. No. DMT is a, it's a chemical made inside of your body called the methyl, the methyltryptamine. Yes. You know what it is. Yes. Come on, you know yeah, what it I is. Yeah, I know what it is. I you know, know what it is. it is. Yes. So I've been reading, um, like one of the most popular books on it, uh, the spirit molecule, molecule. And, um, oh my gosh, this shit's incredible. Do you, what do you know about it? I know about it. That's what if the more you meditate, the more you do certain breathing, it increases mm-hmm. that. It opens your third eye. You can have hallucinogen type yeah. experiences. Exactly. So so some people say um that they can do that. There's monks that say that they're able to do that and um like they can meditate and like uh fast or whatever they do and right. they can produce enough of it on their own. Okay. Um. So dimethyltryptamine, and like I'm no expert, but I'm like, I'm going crazy about this. Cause I think it's so fascinating, right? Yeah. Um, it is made in a the pineal gland, right? That's inside of your brain, it's the size of your pinky nail, right? And it, pr- it yeah, right. So yeah. it produces DMT. And I'm reading this book, and I've done a lot of re- my own research prior to reading this book, and it's basically the closest we've ever been to proving God or the afterlife exists. Okay. And we still don't know that much about it. It's insane right right Right. so the reason why i want to talk to you about it is because well first of all i don't know if it's legal in the united states i don't know but you can go to south america and it's like a considered a birthright there oh yeah and something and you can and you can take it and bro if i had a chance i'd take that in a second man but is that like the mushrooms the us psilocybin Asawanga. Oh, uh, oh! (laughs) I could have said it, but then you just said it like that. Now I'm (laughs) lost. Oh my gosh! What is it? What is it? Uh, Ayahuasca. 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 Thank you. It's ayahuasca. Well, so ayahuasca is DMT mixed with other herbs to make sure it could digest properly. Because if you just ingest DMT, it won't. It won't make you trip. Okay. Yeah. So would you? Would you? Do would you take it? I would only because. A good friend went to Peru. She went on a retreat to do that and gave me her whole background story on, and I follow some guy on TikTok now that just did this. And whenever he does this, whatever flash he gets in his mind, they showed him Africa. So that's where he's going now. He has no home. Mm -hmm. He just travels to the next place after he does these things. But he did, whatever, he did this. You know, it's all about the purging and stuff. But my girlfriend that went, um, yeah, disgusting. It's like, crazy. You throw up, you just, bleh, you just, you, your body purges all this, and but you meet your higher self, supposedly. That's yeah. what. So with ayahuasca, I know it's like a theme to like, you're going to throw up. Yeah. But if you just smoke or take IV, like IV, take DMT through an IV, Okay. Uh, that doesn't really happen. Okay. Um, I don't. I'm not claiming that there's a right way to take DMT. Uh, clearly, I, I think one of the only reasons that like shamans and people uh that religiously take DMT use ayahuasca is because back then IVs didn't really exist, so they had right. no way of other, like no best way of giving it to you. Right. 
But in this book, they a doctor actually experiments with DMT on voluntary patients. Okay. Uh, volunteers, right? And uh, they do it intravenously. They do it through an IV. And the stuff they describe seeing is phenomenal. And I definitely, like, okay. if I didn't believe it before, which I, I did, but if I didn't believe before that uh, there was something out there other than us, oh, I definitely do believe now. now. I definitely. But the thing is, do you think... This, this is the question. This is the million-dollar question. Do mm-hmm. you think seeing that is your own brain talking to you or something else out there talking to you? Oh, That's the question, right? No one can answer it. That's a tough question. How, how, you how do you, how you, how you, how do you answer, answer that, that, right? I mean, there are people, shamans, spiritual leaders, Dolores Cannon. I mean, come mm-hmm. on, all these people that scientifically took people that had lost time so like some guy in a truck right he's driving along driving home from a normal day at work sees a light hits the brakes doesn't understand what's happening the next minute he knows he's back in his truck but 15 hours has passed yeah and he has experienced so he doesn't remember those things but then she did all this hypnosis on these people and then pulled it out all these memories were coming out like I don't know. How do you how, how do, do you, you answer that? Yeah. Well, what do you believe though? What would you like to believe? Oh, I like to believe when I'm done here. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm just another entity in another planet in yeah. another area. Well, I had, I had an interesting hour long, <laughs> um, past life reading okay. with a intuitive master who started some intuitive school in Hawaii. He's from New Jersey, but I had this done in Bali, Indonesia. Man, you're all over the place. Yeah, so he, it was very interesting. He sat there and described seeing a warplane. He said it was a trippy picture. And I'm sitting there like, okay. And he goes, does that make sense? And I'm like, I don't know. And and I, he's like, is your dad alive? And I'm like, no, he died when I was young. And I said, but he landed D-Day, Normandy. And he goes, oh, Okay, that would be the trippy war plane that I see, you know, so all mm. these little things. But he was working up to, he goes, but they're showing me some some past lives. I was um, a widow writer in uh, who lost my husband in, in a war. Yeah. Um, I was a Native American protecting the environment and land that I owned. So I was an Indian woman. Mm. But then as he went on, he said... I was a Buddhist chanting deep in the caves of India. But the one that got me the most, which is what I believe to this day, he says to showing him a pinprick of my future. I was like, my future life? Yeah. When this life is over, he's like, it's like you're wearing a spacesuit, but you're really not. Because, but that's what, it, you know, we'd have to just think about it that way now because we don't believe all this other stuff. He's like, but you go save it. You, you're called. You go to another galaxy, another planet to help them oh save it. Oh, my gosh. So I'm like, really? So I thought, <laughs> well, so I don't care if I die. Because Whoa. when I die, I get to go. Yeah. <laughs> save another planet or go to a different galaxy or I don't know. So so are you open to then reincarnation as being? Oh, yeah. Because uh, so back to the DMT thing. Okay. Um. So Buddhists believe or I guess most uh, faith with afterlife, it takes like 49 days for your life to pass over into the next. Right. Um, that's how long it takes. And the pineal gland takes around the same amount of days to form in the fetus. Okay. Um, 
I don't think exactly, and I also think it's case by case. Mm-hmm. But it's around the same time. Um, and I mean, like, come on, if if if. <laughs> If if DMT, which by the way is in every like living mammal, it's in plants, it's right. everywhere. If that you ever seen the movie Avatar with the blue people? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. which by the way they're making a second one. Didn't know if this trailer came out. Oh it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't okay. know. So, but if that stuff existed, right? If if there's DMT stuff, that if that's like okay, s- we know everything has it, and we've experimented with it before. It's psychedelic, right? And it lines up with what Buddhists are saying about reincarnation. Like, I mean, like, come on. I know it's like the correlation causation thing where it's like it doesn't always mean mean that it's actually what it says it is. But what a coincidence otherwise, you know? How do you not believe this? Right? <laughs> like, right? I want to. That's the problem, though. My problem is I'm biased because I want to believe it. Right. You know? Well, I want to believe it. But, you know, I had this guy tell me he was like, they were showing him, I had Buddhist lineage through all my lives. And it was weird because I said, oh, I always thank Buddha. You know, every day I wake up and he's like, really? You're like some chick from Jersey. Why would you <laughs> thank Buddha? You know, like, yeah. where did you get that from? Like, I don't really know. I started liking all that stuff years ago. Yeah. Well, the, the, the only problem I have with, uh, that sounds so horrible, but the only problem I have with Buddhists is what I've learned, and I've only ever learned it through philosophy, not through, like, religious texts. Mm-hmm. I've learned it through uh, uh, philosophical discussion and philosophy uh, books that about Buddhism and about, uh, how do you pronounce his actual name? Uh, Siddhartha, whatever. The actual Buddha's name, whatever, however you pronounce it, I can't do it. The The whole faith, I thought, right, is that let go of possessions. Right. Right. So, some, so sometimes when uh, people claim they're Buddhists, and then they, uh, but they hold on to possessions, including Buddha himself. Right. It's like, would he want that? I don't know if he would want that. Do you think Buddha wants people to worship him? No. No, right? Of no. course not. That no. wouldn't make any sense. That's the only thing. I always get caught up on that. It's a very interesting uh, lifestyle. I think Buddhism is a lifestyle. And it's a very good one. Oh, yeah. I, I, I agree I like with it. that. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I was correct myself, too, because whenever I talked to people about religion, I mentioned Buddhism. I said, even though it's more of a lifestyle than a religion— and then I carry on with whatever I was saying, um, but back to the DMT thing. I we keep getting we keep going all over the, the place. The DMT thing is very interesting, and they should have been checking into this a yeah. long time oh, yeah. ago. I'm sure they have. Yeah, it's just all under the rug. Yeah, because you know there are people that believe in psychics and mediums and spirituals and shamans and all that, and then there are people like you're full of it. Yeah. Ah oh, man. Like I said, like it's dangerous because I want to believe. And um, so let me give you some more details about the book, right? Okay. So he, um, the doctor, was experimenting on the patients. He would uh, inject them with DMT, and then they, they would explain what they're seeing as they're seeing it, or they would explain after their trip what okay. they saw. And uh, he would do different doses. He would do he would start low and then go high. Um, or in some cases, I think he actually started high and went low. Right. Excuse me. And then... Uh, they would talk about the other. You know what the other is? Mm. That, oh, it's okay. Don't worry. I'm going to no. tell you. I'm tell me tell what you. the other is. So the other, right? And that's kind of just like the uh, the slang word for it. Like okay. People claim to see uh, elves. And not like Christmas elves, but like, right. I guess, angelic beings. Right. But sometimes people see them as 
bugs. Sometimes people see them as humanoids. Some people see them as like basically robots, right. reptiles. But the point is they're seeing other beings. And what makes it so real to them is that they say when they're tripping, they feel it's they feel like it's more real then than it is in real life. Uh, and these things are communicating with them. With them, right. And you know, like I'm getting the chills right now because what if what if it is true that we are because <clears throat> Not to, I'm not to derail the conversation, but uh, my grandmother died a couple days ago. Right. Right. And we were all talking about the afterlife and stuff. And, and a couple people were saying that, like, you know, they believe that if heaven exists, and we're all Catholic, said so if heaven exists, we actually, they actually believe that it is, it's right here with us. Right. All the time. That's a very spiritual view on a Catholic heaven. Right. right? I think that is so possible because if you look at this dmt stuff where there's other realms other dimensions right like when they're talking in the book about being in other places they're talking about traveling the stars yet being in the same place at the same time and these beings are so peaceful and loving right it just blows my mind it blows my mind man everything beyond this is that's all i've ever read about that's all i've ever researched about is yeah it's all love and light Period. Like, I, t- I took a mediumship course. I became a Reiki master because I was just interested in all this stuff. And we had to do a lot of practice, a lot of s- partner practicing where you're... And a lot of meditations, a lot of deep meditations and chanting. And when you do that, like, if you take 10 minutes a day to meditate and chant, be amazed at just how... Your mind, like your mind's your not bills, thinking about your job, your work, what you ate. So what, real quick, so I want to talk with you about meditation, but what is a Reiki master? So a Reiki, a Reiki healer means that they have been attuned. Okay. Okay. Um, by a higher Reiki person. So a Reiki, ma- I mean, there are levels. There's okay. like one, two, and the master. Um, and on these levels, it means you're, you're attuned and given the gift to then heal others. And it's all about spreading this awareness. So you have seven chakras. You know about your chakras? I, I don't know what they're called, but I know about that Everybody idea. has seven chakras. Okay. From your root, sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, the penile gland, and your yes. crown. So if they're out of balance, you're not feeling good. You're not working oh, good, sleeping good. None of good. mine are in balance. Yeah, yours, yours are all messed up. Get the hell yours out of here. Yours are like a spirograph. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all over the place. <laughs> but, so a Reiki person can help heal, can help clear blockages. Um, in these chakras, they should all be spinning clockwise, and they should all be aligned. And we do things every day that mess them up. Hmm. It's interesting. So, what, because I know uh, Lisa... Our yeah. mutual friend, right? Yeah, would would talk about uh, like her Reiki experiences. Oh yeah, what what is a Reiki experience? Like, what do you like? I don't. You got like talk to me as if I was a child. Like, I don't understand it. So you, uh, everybody's different. So you would just lie down, and I'd scan, do a body scan okay. with my hands on your body. So I don't have to touch you, but I'm feeling for any blockages or any like sometimes. I had a, here's, here's an example. It's easier for me to explain yeah, this go example. Ahead. So a friend brought a friend that I never knew over to my house because she wanted to experience it. It was okay. So as I'm s- 
just trying to hover over her body with my hands to get a feel of what's going on, they won't let me go past her chest up to her head. So I'm, I'm like stuck there and I'm feeling not good. So I said to her, you know, something, something's, something's going on here. Like this is, you know, your heart area and like sickness. And she's like, well, I had breast cancer oh, wow. and her mom had just died. Mm. So I was feeling that. I mean, can I heal her? What what does she believe? Yeah. You know, I mean, I can I can help release some of the negative energy or release some of this stuff and try to help. But you kind of have to be open to it. Even on um, any social media, if somebody's doing Reiki or whatever, they'll say, if, you know, if you're not open to this, just keep going. If you're open, yeah, to it. yeah, it's in- it's interesting. Some people feel sensations; they feel hot, they feel good. Some people cry. Um, it's a release of emotion. So that's a problem, isn't it? It's the it's the belief thing because yeah, and that, and that works with everything, right? And that's always my problem, whether it's uh, Reiki, religion, um, or just therapy. You know, yeah. like like mathematical therapy. My problem is always belief, right? Because the same thing with uh, what's it called? With the, if you're a Leo or Scorpio or a Cancer, what is that called? Oh, uh, with your astrology, yeah. And like, your science, I feel yeah. like a lot of people like they'll start doing astrology stuff and they'll say like oh, it's perfectly about my life and and it makes me get better. Like I get it and it makes me help. It helps me coach myself through life. And then I'm over here like. Well, you're only saying that because you will, your brain will relate whatever it is because you want it to be right, real. Right. You want it to be real. Right. But then the problem is I could say that about anything. Mm. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, you know, you have to believe it. Okay, so there's this whole thing so about manifestation, right? And Oh, you and, said the word. Right? Oh, manifestation. No. Manifest. What do you want? You have to believe you already have it to get it. Oh, God. So... Yeah, it's hard. It's a thing that you have to work hard on every day. So I am, you know, constantly saying, you know, what do you want? You have to be specific and you have to say it. Not it. You can ask for it. That's great. You can ask spirit. Everybody has spirit guys. You have a guardian angels with you from, you know, birth to death. You do. It's that, you know, believe it or not. Okay. Um, You can ask them for help. A lot of people don't understand that. They can't help you unless you ask them. They're not going to intervene on your behalf unless you ask. So if you need something done or you're really looking to get to a certain thing, you need to help ask for their help. Do you know what? I know exactly what you're saying because I've heard this a million times. Okay. The last episode I just did with Tobias, who I spoke to you about before we started, Yeah. he was talking about how some guy explained it to him like this. Um you have to, how did he, how did he put it? Uh, assume the wish fulfilled. Right. That's what he said, right? right? That's perfect. And um, I have this other friend of mine. <laughs> name's Cade. And Amanda knows him. And he, he's doing great right. in life right now. He's having a ball. Okay. And he would always talk about manifestation. And he would, like, try to tell me, Mark, manifest. manifest. Man-. I'm like, Cade, manifestation just sounds like a fancy word for hard work. <laughs> Like, it it really does because, like, he'll say, I've been manifesting this for a long time. He's even said, like, for five years he's been manifesting. And I'm like, 
or maybe you just earned it. Earned it, right? You know? Maybe you've just been working hard at it. Yeah. So like, I get so caught up on the word manifestation because I, and, may, and that's probably the problem is because I I just can't make it make sense to me the way right. a lot of people talk about it. Right. I wanted to though. Right. I just there's there's a wall. So you have to do like your own little research with yourself and just pick. One thing that's really important to you that you haven't done that you want to do that you 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 just need that to happen and tell yourself yeah. it's happened. Like it's here's a classic. So I, okay. I had COVID three weeks ago after two and a half years of uh, avoiding that's it. Horrible. Yeah, all these damn weddings. You know who you are. Uh, <laughs> so um I literally Last weekend was looking forward to going to Philly to see my son for Mother's Day, go to this wedding, and have all this great time. Kentucky Derby wedding. I had to tell myself all week, that whole week, every day. Yeah. I was like, you're going to wake up. You're going to feel good. The dog's going to be great. She's going to work out. It's going to be great. It's, gonna, it's raining. It doesn't matter. You're not going to get an accident. You're going to get there safe. You're going to get a parking spot. The hat's going to You're going to get a parking spot. I mean, I don't care. I've had my friend, my friend Carol Walkner, who is an energy healer. And does amazing work. She was like, Joan, sometimes I ask for green lights. It's that simple. I'm running late, and I ask for green lights. I get Jeez, them. You guys are cheating. Yeah. It is like cheating the universe because yeah. I'll do that, too, even in the morning, going to nine round. Like, oh, my God, get this guy to turn somewhere and out of my lane. And <laughs> Man, well, that goes back to what we were talking about before about the free will thing. Yeah. It's like my guardian angel's fighting your guardian angel to make <laughs> your your move out of the way. It's like somewhere out there they're having a boxing match. You know? Oh your guardian God. angel comes back, she's like, man, I just lost. We gotta move out of here. Sorry. <laughs> um Yeah, so so they all everyone always talks to me about manifestation. Okay. And uh I I'm very analytical. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know that. Oh yeah. And uh like, I want to believe that there's some. Okay, so I, I, our mutual friend again, right, Lisa. I right. would, I would, I would talk to her. She said, "Mark, you should try praying, right?" And I'm like, "Lisa, I did that for like 14 years, and okay. I've never experienced any kind of divinity, like okay. never." And so when people say, "Oh, try to manifest, try to pray, try to, uh, I don't know, meditate, meditate, whatever it is," I'm not angry when they say that, but I'm like angry at the world because I'm like, that stuff just doesn't work for me. And maybe it's because my chakras are blocked or something, but okay. I just, I can't make sense of it because I'm a very do it or don't do it at all because nobody's right. going to do it for you. Right. Yeah. Okay. I understand that. I understand that. But Lisa, you know, you know how we met. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, I know how I know. she she asked for advice. I told her who to go see. She went to go see her and the next minute, you know, we're all at nine round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you dragged me with you, you <laughs> sons of bitches. Yeah. Thanks. That yeah. was good. I like that. Um, meditation. All right. Yeah. I talk like, to me about meditation. I always thought meditation was like poo poo, just like I thought yoga was like for wussies. You know, I, I really did years ago until I started doing it and realized it was hard <laughs> and I couldn't oh, do yeah. it very well and I had no balance. And but then you could see the progress and then it became. It became like such an obsession. I was like, you know, I'm doing the crow pose. I'm doing this. I'm trying all of it. Meditation, though, I was doing a little bit here and there until the retreat in Bali. Okay. Because there, that was part of the whole retreat. Like every morning you did yoga. Every morning you sat, you were in the circle. You did 
meditation, and I don't know where my mind would go. I mean, it could be a 15-minute meditation, and when you opened your eyes, you were like, what happened? Really? Like, oh, yeah. That's strong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, And I saved a lot of the... I'm going to give you a couple. I saved two of the meditations from there. I do them a lot. One, it's a very simple 10-minute one, but it's like a grateful thank you, you know, for the day. Thanks for another day being here kind of thing. Yeah. Gratitude, that's another big thing. Like, if you're grateful for everything you have, more comes in. If all you do is bitch about what you don't have, you continue to not have That's what Tobias was talking about. Yeah. Really? Well, Tobias. I need to meet this Tobias. Well, you should listen to his episode. He's great. Yeah. Um. So he explained it. He said, "Imagine you're in a room full of springs, right? And uh, like everywhere you look, there's a spring, and you keep pushing on the springs that uh are full of the bad stuff because you don't want them anymore. You don't want the bad stuff, so you try to push the bad stuff away. But by pushing it away, you're making it come back at you. Right. So you're f- just full of the bad stuff. Right. When you should. Ne- like ignore the bad stuff and just push on the good stuff because then more will come back at you. Right. But because you're you're so focused on the bad that you're not getting any of the good, which also goes into the philosophy of uh, I I keep me- I mentioned this like the third time in a row on a podcast I've mentioned this, um, and I can't remember. I think it was Pascal, the philosopher. I don't know exactly who said this, but he mm-hmm. was saying how the reason why life is hard for humans. Um, there's two things humans can do, right? It's uh, one, you can realize and know for sure you have a life that's better than somebody else's. You know that. Right. But for some reason, the louder voice is the one that's telling you you have it worse than somebody else, and that voice doesn't shut up. Right. Um, so the, the wall, the springs, the walls, that philosopher saying that. So yeah, like it's it's hard to just focus on the good because the bad is so easy to look at. It is, but at that, that was a big mind-changing thing. Yeah. For me, like 15 years ago, I mean, I, single mom, raising the kid, you know, always happy, blah, blah, working, working, working. But, you know, I I used to watch this Winnie the, Winnie the Pooh video Hell when he yeah. was little, where he'd say, oh, I'm a little black rain cloud, of course. And I used to be like, mm. why is this freaking cloud always over my head? Like, I make an extra $100, and then I get a flat tire, or the transmission, go- it was like, but it constantly, all this crap kept happening, just nonstop. Even though happy, working hard, healthy, but never getting ahead. Until my friend Amy was like, well, you got to pray about everything and worry about nothing. I'm like, really? She's like, really? Worry about nothing. Don't worry about it. The more you, the more you worry about it and think about it, the more you keep it in your life. So... Oh, boy. I put that on the wall in my bedroom, and I look at it every day. And let me tell you, it took a long time. But over time, yeah, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for everything. Everything. Every day. Yeah. You know, hopefully it, it'll start, you know, really. Like, I, I'm. it's not that I'm not convinced mm. that, like, I think there's, like, subconsciously a part of me that doesn't that doesn't think it's true. Yeah, or any of this. Won't really, allow yeah, it. Yeah, won't allow like, it. Like, there's a part of me. Right. Um, but one of my first episodes I did, his name was Cody, and he said the same thing. He said, Mark, my life got immediately better as soon as I stopped caring about all the bad stuff. Right. Like, I just didn't You just care. gotta just throw it to, like, take it with a grain of salt. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's easier easier said than done. But then finding out things about like moon phases and lunar eclipses and Mercury in retrograde, which we're in right now, which is why things are just mm, not going the way I want them to go. Maybe they're not going the way I want them, but I'm like, okay, just just let it let it do its thing. Yeah. Like, don't get angry about it. Just go with the flow of it. So you do you so because that's a whole different that's another whole animal. realm. That's I know. a whole different I know. thing <laughs> where it's um, but it affects your moods. It affects it affects everything. Because again, again, Tobias, <laughs> he was he talks about how. Uh, I'd have to really ask him about like what exactly he means, and I'd I like him to like fully explain himself. But he's talking okay. about how uh, the world's getting really bad. Right, the world's getting really, really bad right now, yeah. and it has been for the last twenty plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, it just keeps getting worse. And he said that, um, and a lot of people think this. A lot of people think within the next twenty years, this bad stuff is going to end. It doesn't mean it's going to get better for us, but it's going to get better for somebody. Um, and we're, we mean like uh, cultures, different cultures. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on who you are, you might end up have being in springtime, whereas everyone else is stuck in winter. Right. Um, and he was relating everything that's going on in the world right now. Okay. To our distance from this uh, serious star. Okay. And I don't know w- why he's like w- where he found this or why he believes it, but he was saying that because uh, he he's someone that really does believe in energy, and he says that um. Because if you notice the like the Mayan calendar, like all this stuff, all that right. stuff, that's like the furthest point we were from the serious star, and now we're starting to turn back, and that's okay. why everyone's starting to go crazy. Crazy, but the, once we get close to it, it'll be calm. Did he talk about the new Earth? No, I don't know. What, what do you mean, like the new world order? No, or, no, new Earth. No, I, no. What is that? So there's an old. Well, I, I would I would love to hear his opinion on this. So the new Earth is supposedly why, like, the pandemic and so many people die and all this, and it's like the shedding of dead skin, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and you won't you won't know it. You'll just go. Like, m- some people will be going to this new like the, Earth, um, and others will remain on theirs, but you're not going to, it's not going to be like a physical thing that you're aware of. It's going to be like a, it's, the, it's not like the second coming, right? Where people are, like, dying in the streets. The streets? No. <laughs> what the hell? I don't think so. I hope not. Yeah. My God. No. That I'm, soon? I'm not ready. Um, but, like, maybe, like, uh, you know how people say the Mandela effect? Just, like, I don't believe in the Mandela effect, but people say, do you know what that is? No. What is that? Whatever. I'll explain it a different way. Okay. Uh, whereas, like... You'll just wake up one day, not realize it, but you're in a more peaceful realm, just in the same body. Oh, is that what you mean? That's the new earth. Yeah. Okay. That's basically what they're. So the books that I've read. So I've read um, the the Law of One, the Book of Ra. There's four books by Ra, who is creator source, uh, okay. who did all these. Um, spoke to Dolores Cannon. Spoke to certain people so she wrote the convoluted universe very interesting books Heard about it yeah oh if you want to read any of those i got all oh, i have books. to own them oh you I have own to own them books. okay i collect i i collect the books i read that's the only thing i yeah. collect okay but continue right. well those books really opened my eyes to the whole what's beyond this you know like what what is look my father died when i was 12 i remember when i was 13 I don't remember anything other than it was like a year after 
that, you know, I always walked the dog at night. And I would walk the dog and look up in the sky and see the stars and just be like, so what the hell? So what the hell? Yeah, like, as yeah. a 13-year-old, like, so what does that mean? Like, so he's buried, that's that, is this it? You just go to school, grow up, do what you're supposed to do, yeah. die, and that's it? Or where's heaven? Is there heaven? Like, all, all these things. So it excites me to think, like, sure, there's millions of other galaxies and planets and life force other places. They don't look like us. Yeah. But I truly believe, yes, that there's a lot. Have you heard about all these crazy sightings in the Ukraine when the war started? Oh, that's like a common theme for wars, seeing all that stuff. Well, because supposedly the um, the angels will intervene. The archangels will intervene because Earth is a school. Earth is a school planet, so we're all here to learn how to manipulate energy. That's our job, to figure it out, to... Forget everything you've been taught and manipulate energy. Manifest your dreams. You know, that's what they say about DMT. They say that, um, well, I'm mean, like some people say, I'm not everyone. That would be, right. be inappropriate for me to say. Some people say that you're here, so then when you go to the actual life, you've already, you, you know. You know you already, it. right. But, so you say angels. A lot of people talk about UFOs. Like, it's it's aliens, Looking at it, but who knows the actual answer? But like, it's there's people are seeing stuff on oh, every, every yeah. everybody's seeing stuff. And the people that go like, "Oh my god, that's you know, somebody made that up." I'm like, "Why is it so hard to believe?" Like, yeah. if this has been here for billions of years, they don't want you to screw it up. They don't want yeah. you to ruin it and blow it up and nuke the planet and kill their science project, so which is us. Yeah. So, so do you believe? That's one, it's like some kind of spiritual angels, aliens, or both. Both. Yeah, it's like, both. come on. Both. Now, I, I love how I feel esoteric that, this is. We're just, yeah, we're other going ones are checking us out. I mean, it, the um, the convoluted universe, like all those books, it, and the one, the one raw book, the, the book, The Law of One, is so interesting that I ignored everything going on in my life to read this book because... I just, I was, like, soaking it in, like, what? What is this? Mm. Like, these are real people. This is scientifically documented. It's documented. Like, it's not, like, just some crazy old lady that's doing hypnosis. Well, do you know what uh, remote viewing is? Yeah, wait a minute. You know what it is. You, I do. If, if you say no, I'll say it, and you'll be like, and, I get Yeah, it. yeah. So, okay, remote viewing is basically... Basically meditation, but being able to travel anywhere, like yeah. seeing things, seeing things, you know, like I'm here, like Mark, tell me what Niagara Falls looks like right now. And I'm like, it looks like, and I'll go, I can go there. And you could go there. The scary part is people can say that's not real, but actual government programs funded research into that. And yeah. then like, like, well, what happened to it? You ever see the movie, uh, the men who stare goats? Oh yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you just read that they are now doing research? I think Amanda was telling me about it. Um, doing actual government research on the penal gland. I think they have for a while though. Yeah, they but might now have they're making it they known, might... and they're coming yeah. out about the UFOs, and they're admitting things. So that kind of actually, actually kind of actually scares me. And the reason why that scares me is because when the government's honest with us, yeah, they're not being honest. They're not with being us. honest. You know, there's ulterior motives. I don't trust the government. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 
<laughs> Give me one reason why I should, you know? I don't trust the government either. And like you look back and see all the stuff they've done, and it's like, give me one reason why. Why should I trust you? I don't trust you. No. I, I, be- I, I can accept and believe that they're actually doing stuff with it, but uh, I feel like, you know, saying like, oh, there's UFO stuff, it's always just going to be a cover-up for something else. Right. Also, um, with the UFO stuff, when I asked, like, is it aliens, angels, or both, or whatever, mm. um, it could just be us, too, sometimes. Right. Like, you, you know the Tic Tac video with uh, Captain Fravor? No. So, there's a video that was caught by a United States fighter pilot, Um and there's so many podcasts with this with this uh, right. pilot, and you can uh, watch them. They're great. Yeah. And he basically finds a UFO with the rest of his team. It, they were doing a drill. Like, they weren't yeah. at war. They were just doing a drill, and uh, they found it in the middle of the ocean, and it was flying around. They called it a Tic Tac because it's white, and it moves so fast. Like, it's unre- it, it doesn't make any sense how this thing moves. Yeah. And <laughs> they're saying this has to be a UFO, but... so. Fravor and his team and the Navy at the time, they were doing a drill. What if they were only told to do that drill because another part of the government wanted to test their UFO technology, right? Oh. What if, right? Right. I don't know, right. but I'm getting the chills right now because we don't know, and it drives me crazy. I want to know. Oh, it's a UFO. You got you to gotta see the video. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I heard I about I, that. I wish I had my computer set up. I'd show it to you right now. I I did hear about that. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of weird videos about that stuff, but it all connects. Well, have you seen these crazy videos of the sky in different parts of the world? No, what do you mean? Like open up, I, I don't know. Oh my god, when you're just trolling through TikTok and everything. Yeah. Um, but I find I follow a lot of spiritual people on there and everything and this this guy was like, "Whoa. Like what the hell is that?" Like there were two suns. Two suns in the sky. He's mm. like, here's the sun. What's that? And then another one where this, I don't know, it was almost like a crack, almost like the Truman Show. Did you ever see oh, the Truman yeah. Show? Where yeah. there's like a crack in, in the wall, and it's like, what's out there? Well, there's white, blue yeah, light yeah, yeah, coming yeah. in. So so there's this one uh, instance where uh, people saw like a city in the clouds, and you could say it was a city, but... Right. It wasn't actually a different universe or anything. It was actually the reflection of the city they were on oh. in the water in the sky. Okay. So it's like you got. It's so hard to like be like there's something mystical happening because science itself is like really crazy. So yeah. like they were just seeing with really small particles of water, we're right. seeing the reflection of reflection. their own city. Isn't okay. that wild? So yeah, but it's so cool to think there's a city in the clouds. and isn't that the problem? I want to believe. <laughs> you want to believe. Yeah. All right, but what about Atlantis? Well, that's I that just, used to be above. I just talked to someone about that. So there's no, like, no one's saying it was real, but most people are saying most likely it was there. Um, and it, they're probably saying it was probably a continent in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Um, and then of course earthquakes, tsunamis, whatever, got rid right. of it. But uh, even like even Plato would talk about it, and there's a lot of actual scholars that are putting their entire life and trying to figure out what Atlantis is. Like, there's real people that have actual business doing this stuff trying to figure it out. Um, Wow. And there's another book I read. Uh, Where is it? It's up there. Graham Hancock, America Before. So Graham Hancock, it's up uh, top left. He is one of the people that he's like, if Atlantis exists, like, he wanted to try to look for it, right? Right. 
and he said, okay, so Plato said it was the Western world. He said it was to the West. Okay. Um, and now there's nothing in the Atlantic Ocean, which it could there could have been another continent, let's just say. Sure, okay, there was something in the Atlantic Ocean. Even if it wasn't a continent, it was just a really small island. Who gives a shit? Right. But there's nothing there. So Graham Hancock said, okay, so then it must he must mean maybe it's the Americas. Let's go to the Americas. So he went to, you know, South America, North America. He's looking at all, like, these ancient uh, hills and statues and sculptures, all this stuff. And um, by the end of the book, he explains this. He says that there's so many micro-cataclysms, like meteors hitting the Earth, that could have wiped out civilizations. Um, and we have proof of that. That's not speculation. Right. We have proof um, that it, there's a very good chance that there was an ancient civilization that got almost wiped out and— the remain remaining uh, people of that population became nomadic, right, and spread their uh, knowledge throughout the entire world, and that's why we see a lot of the same religions uh, okay. uh, in different parts of the world. We see pyramids all over the place. We see them all learn how to farm at the same exact time, right? Because they're just they became nomadic and started teaching people how to do all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, I like that. Yeah. So Ooh. something could have existed. That's two books I have to read now. Yeah. The other well, one. so the spirit molecule is like I can't put it down. Oh yeah, it's I'm, super. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it tonight. Good. It, it's super. <laughs> e- it's super easy to like consume. Graham Hancock though, I actually think is a lot more dense. Right. It's like it's like it's rough because because okay. if you're looking to talk about like Atlantis, you'd have to like read maybe like three chapters of that entire book. The rest of it is like talking about ancient civilizations and how they survived. Oh okay. Um, but it's still like he, him saying, we can't figure this out, but maybe yeah, this is how. But maybe. <laughs> um, so it is still very cool, but um, it is a lot harder, I, okay. think, I think. I always got to warn people. Like, there's another book uh, called Zealot by uh, Raza Eslan, but okay. he is uh, he ended up being kind of weird. He ate, like, I think human brains on live TV. I don't know. Oh, God. It might have been monkey brains. I'm not sure. But... <laughs> His book was about, he's a Muslim, and right. he wrote a book about Jesus. Oh. And at the end of the book, he says, although I don't believe he is the son of God, I would, like, follow him, which okay. is really cool. Yeah. And I, and I would tell people about this book, and they're like, oh, I'm going to read that. And I'm like, okay, hold on. <laughs> it is so, it's, like, so atrociously hard to read that book. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's boring. <laughs> it's boring. But uh, the information is cool. Okay. But anyway, yeah, Graham Hancock's America Before, and uh, I can't remember who wrote The Spirit Molecule, The Doctor, but... Okay. The Spirit Molecule. Incredible book. No, I, I definitely I definitely have to read that book. Oh, no. First. You know, I, and I've been listening to it, too. If you listen to it, listen to it on one and a half speed so it actually sounds like a normal person. Okay. Otherwise, it's way too slow. Oh. Yeah, weird, All right. right? Well, because those, uh, the Book of Ra books, they were, they were hard to get through. They were, they were just, you're reading them, and then it's like, as I'm reading it, I'm like, is my brain accepting what I'm hearing? Yeah, like, what I'm yeah. reading? I'm like, wait, is that real? Wait, do people know about this? Like, people have known about this for yeah. like the longest time. Why am I just finding out now? Hmm. Yeah. So, there's, so there's a lot of uh, psychedelics. There's like peyote. What do you know mm. about peyote? Yeah. Okay, so peyote. Um, there's the you know, DMT, even though that comes from our bodies as well. There's uh, psilocybin, LSD. Um, there's a lot of things. Even like like uh, marijuana could be hallucinogenic if you take enough of it, enough of it and right. you uh, eat it. It could be hallucinogenic. Uh, but like I said before, is it your brain or is it actually something mystical? 
Right. I'm willing to accept DMT could be mystical because of how how many things are correlated with it. You know, like it, it's such a. It'd be hard not to believe it's a po- it's possible. Right. But I do think LSD, psilocybin, and all that stuff. I think that's just your brain. I would just think it's your brain. Right. I mean, yeah. the DMT that's different. I mean, I've had I've had some very deep meditations that I come out of that. Sometimes I don't remember. Sometimes I'm, like, crying. I don't even know why. I, you know, they're, like, deep. It depends on the mood. It depends on if it's just music, if you're listening to a guided one or whatever. But, I mean, that definitely makes a difference. I mean, and it really, I feel like that's what helps a lot of people to see with their third eye. Yeah. So when I took this mediumship course, I had a real problem because I had a lot of self-doubt. You know, yeah, no, it's a thing. Believe me. We all have self doubt. Yeah. But um, this this woman who was uh, part of it, not the head of it, but part of it, she was like, "Well, what are you feeling?" And I was like, "Nothing." <laughs> she's like, <laughs> "She's like, no, what are you feeling?" And I'm like, "Nothing. I'm feeling nothing." You know, I yeah. got like so mad. I got yeah, angry. I, that's like because yeah. I'm just like you're putting me on the spot in front of everybody, like. You know, describing all this stuff, and what do you feel? And I'm like, I don't feel anything. I feel like, I wish you would leave the room. You know, I wish you weren't here. Like she was, I didn't care for this older, older woman. I was part of it. <laughs> okay. Um, I loved the main, the main one. Yeah. But um, other people in the class ha- had it just like this. So some girl in the class interrupted this woman, berating me, um, for not feeling anything. By saying, somebody wants me to say hi to Joan. And I'm like, what? Me? She was like, yeah, I don't know this girl. She's like, yeah, she's showing me herself when she was younger. She had pigtails, um, wore like two braids. She's showing me younger. I don't know if she died young, died older. I I don't know anything, but she's coming through. And she keeps saying, say hi to Joan, say hi to Joan. And I'm like, in the middle of this meeting. She doesn't know your name already. No, I don't know this woman. She's okay. taking the class like me. So there's like 10 of us in this class. And to this day, I don't know who this was coming through. I have no clue. Ew, but, creepy. Yeah, but she oh, kept, no. you know, saying, and then this woman, we'll just say her name started with a B. Okay. Um, She was like, stop interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> and, no. and the girl's like, well, she won't leave me alone. And I'm like, how come I don't oh, have that? Great. Like, I, I'm sitting there like, I want this to happen, and this chick, it's hap- it happens to her all the time. Wow. It happened, like, three other times with people that came through for me. I'm like, wow. well, why don't they just come to me? Yeah, Like, I'm sitting there, like, hello, trying to open all this stuff up here, you know? Because <laughs> like, you weren't ready yet? No. Yeah. No. See, the, the, the self-doubt is there, and... You know, and then once you get rid of that, it's good, but you still have to, you kind of have to empty your mind of everything. It's very difficult. Yeah. God, it's difficult. It is so difficult. And, like, I don't, like, we're trying to, like, bridge the gap between generations right now. Because I don't, Mm. like, I don't know what it was like to grow up as you. You don't know, like, what it was like to grow up as me. Right. So it's like, like, when I talk to people that are uh, older than me, by, by at least, like, 15 years, it's um, and I try to explain to them, you know, how I feel about a certain situation about life. Sometimes they don't get it. Right. I'm not angry. They don't don't get it. Right. Makes sense. 
Um, and then when they explain something to me, I'm like, well, I understand you, but I, I, I don't get it. Like it's so it's like same thing when we talk about clearing your mind. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I don't want to make this about me, but it'd be so fucking hard to clear my mind. So fucking hard. To I clear know my that. Mind. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if it'll, if it's this, like you have, cause I, I know everyone's different, right? I don't know if you'd have to go through the same kind of things to clear your mind. Like, is it meditation or is it just like sitting yourself down and be like, bro, fucking just do this shit. Like, I don't know how, what's the, how do you clear your mind, Joe? And how do you do that? It's difficult. It doesn't always work. Yeah. Some days it doesn't work. Some days I'll put the a little uh, meditation app music on and I'll sit there, have a little meditation pillow, burn the Palo Santos, you know, get everything all ooh, and I'll be like five minutes in, like, nah, never mind. I'll just run on the treadmill. I can't. And wh- what is meditation for you? Because some people say it's it's nothingness. Some people say it's focusing on one thought. Some people say it's uh, like, like what what is it for you? For me, I try to focus on nothing. Okay. Nothing. Like just the breathing. The breathing is a big deal. Um, there's a lot of different breath work things that you can do where you're like taking these deep inhales and then you're holding it for a count of four and then you're letting it out a little bit and then, like following that kind of stuff. Um, so it takes, so while you're thinking about the breathing, you're not thinking about anything else. So my mm-hmm. mind is, I'm not worried about. Who do we have? What jobs do we have? You know, did I lose a key? Did I break something? Did I return the phone call? <sighs> you yeah. know, all crazy life. And how often do you do this? Oh, I probably meditate every day. I mean, sometimes for 10 minutes, weekends for longer, because I have more time. It, it, it hasn't changed your life like that much? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I you were saying that. Because I... It's changed it because I can accept things for the way they are. Yeah. So I just kind of, I I don't know how to describe this. I just, because years ago I wasn't this person. I just wasn't. I got Mm -hmm. angry. I got upset. I got fussy. I got pissed off. I mean, things not working right. Things not going my way. Me, me, me. And I just, and I don't really do that anymore. I mean, I just kind of, all right. That's not happening, so it's fine. When you, when you, when would you say that you figured this new Joan out? Probably the last 10 years. That recently? Yeah. Oh, yeah. P- 15 years ago is when I started yoga. So I started it. I liked it. I, I do it every day. I do it every morning before I do anything else. So even if it's 30 minutes, but that that's the thing. Then I'll do at least a 10-minute meditation. So these, this is what I tell people. Anybody that gave me good advice that told me this might help change my life and make my life better, whether it was yoga, meditation, Reiki, all this stuff. I tried it, and I liked it, and I made it a new habit. So these became good habits now. Like, they're just so much better than what I used to be. And you're at, like, you seem very at peace. Oh, I am. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Like, I keep picturing myself in my spacesuit going to the <laughs> next galaxy. <laughs> yeah. And no, I, huh? God, I can't wait for you to read this book, man, because... I'm going to get it tonight, just so you know. You should. Like, because I think, like, around the third chapter, they start talking about people's experiences. Mm-hmm. And because um, they talk about, like, it feels like I'm dead. 
and, and at some point, like, and these people on the other side are like, come with us. Right. It's okay. But what scares me is um, they might say, and when you watch this stuff, or sorry, listen to this stuff, what they're saying, they might say, you know, they're uh, they're nice nice beings. They love, right. and they, but you don't know. Like, what if they're not? What nice? if they're evil entities? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I don't know. It scares me because my whole life, whenever I realized what DMT was and about this the spirit realm or something, yeah. I wanted to believe. Okay, this is kindness, right? But what if it isn't? Or what if there's both and you can't distinguish the two until it's too late? That freaks me out because it's I'm I'm going into a world I don't understand, expecting all to be one way. I don't know if that's a good way of going about it. Okay, right? And 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 mm. I could always do good things. I could always meditate. I could always have good intentions. Right. But, but there is something out there that has its own agency and agenda. I can't protect myself from that. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? That's scary. Right? Well. Oh, well, I don't want to sound naive, but I mean, I, I just feel like it make me feel better, Joan. I don't, I'm okay with that. I feel like it's it's a good thing. So there's this um, level that we do if you want to uh, have people come through that have passed and stuff like this. So you you picture these steps. So I do this a lot because I was and I just did it so much to the point where <laughs> I was just like. Somebody better come through. Yeah. Um, step one was like um, uh, peace and tranquility, right? So I'm picturing going up this step. And I'm going out of the second. The second step is like love and light. And then the third step is where you see this group. And they tell you, like, what do you think you see? Do you see this group mm -hmm. of, of spirits and guides? Or is it just a bright light? Whatever you see is the the right thing. This is where things get c crazy because okay. you want to know, well, what if I just see a light? <laughs> you know, it's yeah. not like 12, 13 people. <laughs> yeah. Or they're just floating things. But a few times it's, it's happened and you call your guides over and they take position. You have your one on the right, one behind, one here, and you call which one to the front. And... They will bring through someone. Doesn't have to be somebody you know. Doesn't have to be a family member, mm -hmm. but someone that's passed. And it's very interesting. You know, just like creating a lineup, like in this reality. Yeah. And then you have this guardian angel, which I keep reading about and reading about and reading about because it's all about spirits and guides and everything. But this guardian angel who is with you, that, that's it from birth to death, period. They're there. They're always there. So you can, so sometimes I joke around and be like, are you here? Are you here? Which yeah. one's here? Yeah, yeah. Which happened. one's to the left, to the right? You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? But if I go back to last weekend and about the manifestation and say, like, all I kept saying was, I'm going to feel really good. I'm going to get there good. I'm going to park. Uh, you know, it's a big deal getting a parking spot in Philly. Um, mm -hmm. You I know, the you. dog's going to behave. Like, everything's just, the wedding's going to be good. Because I was still tired. I was still, like, feeling foggy from, like, the COVID two weeks earlier. So I get there. I get the parking spot. The wedding was great. The food was great. The dancing was great. The hat was great. The, the, the you were dog wearing was a hat? Great. It was a Kentucky Derby. 
wedding. What does that What does that mean? I know you so, said that before, but I didn't yeah. really oh, think okay. that meant anything. Oh, okay. It was anything. a Kentucky Derby-themed wedding, which was freaking awesome because it was all about the hats. So I had to get a big, had a big hat, and I put okay. this flowers all over it to match the dress, and everybody had hats. Um, and as soon as the reception or the ceremony was over, we went into this reception. They had the big screen TV. They had all these little jars with numbers and a list of the horses' names. So you could pick your horse, put your name on it, and put it in the jar. It was no money. It was just for fun. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to go with Epicenter because it just sounds like weird. You know, Epicenter. Okay. Epicenter came in second. Oh, good job. <laughs> so nice. good job. I go. won a uh, Hershey bar. With their names on it of and a ten dollars scratch off, there you go. which was a loser. But wait, tell me about the hats. <laughs> <laughs> There's hats and fascinators. Do you know what a fascinator I, is? No. Okay, so kind of get to it. actually teach you something. So a fascinator. What do you mean? You've come on. <laughs> There's hat. It's like the, the things in the old um, in the uh, the old days. It's they would pin it to this. The women would pin it to the side of their head with the little oh, veil okay. hanging over. So you don't have the big. I had a big white. Brimmed hat with all these flowers huh. on it. I'm gonna pretend like I know what you're talking about. Okay, I mean, <laughs> I, I'd have to get my phone and show yeah, you a picture show of the fascinators. But it it was it was one hell of a wedding. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Everybody screaming and yelling, watching the derby and everything, and uh, you know, and then there was a lot of dancing. <laughs> good DJ. Yeah. If you have a good DJ, the wedding. Oh, well, good. my wedding, my, my weddings, my family has a lot of weddings. <laughs> my wedding. So I have 29 cousins. <gasps> Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 16 aunts and uncles, and then plus the, oh my the in-laws, and God. then um, uh, the in-laws' children. So, my <laughs> yeah, we got a big one. Well, I you actually need to have a Kentucky Derby-themed wedding. Yeah, I guess so, right? Well, we had a few weddings in, te- oh, no, maybe just one in Texas. Okay. But that wasn't, like, Texas or, like, uh, like themed or, like, any, like, country okay. kind of stuff. That was, like, a pretty, like, it was very pretty. Yeah. Um. But uh, we we have a lot more coming down the line, so I'm sure we'll get there. <laughs> but um, I'm to- I'm totally gonna uh, change over for a second because I, I don't know why I thought about this. What? But because we were talking about something before we, we got into the Kentucky Derby thing. Okay. I can't remember where we were, but I want to lead into because I, I before I asked you, you look like you're very at peace. Okay. And you said yes. Yeah, I'm at peace. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just experienced death for the first time in my adult life. Okay. Which was fine for me. I don't. I feel no. Negative emotions at right. all, honestly. Like, um, I'm okay. But uh, at any point in your life, did you fear death? And do you now? Do I fear death? Yeah, like, are you afraid? Because like, I'm not afraid that, like, the, the thing is, like, right, it's people say, I'm not afraid to die. Right. I'm afraid of what comes after. Oh, I'm certainly not afraid of what comes after. That, that, I don't not know. Not at all. I, not at all. Not at all. Um, And I don't. When I was younger... Raising DJ, yeah, I didn't want to die because I, you know, wanted to get him to adulthood. Yeah, you know, oh, well, of course. I mean, yeah. obviously, it was something other than myself to worry about. But you know, he's thirty-eight, almost forty. <laughs> um, really, he looks great. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit, bro! He's got good genes. Come on. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Of course, that's what it is, huh? <laughs> Uh, but now, I mean, I don't want to die, but if I did die, I don't know. I've had a nice life. I've raised a a wonderful young man. I've made a ton of friends. I built up a business, you know, but uh, sure. I'd like to be, uh, still walking around when I'm 80. So what makes you 
do what you do now if you have faith that the afterlife is going to be peaceful? Like, what, what motivates you to live a fruitful life, or at least a, a content life, if you have faith that there's going to be, like, wellness afterwards? And th- there's a follow-up to this. Okay, so I'm trying to understand this I question. could rephrase. Yeah, rephrase So that, Okay, so right now you live life, you like go to the why gym. Why don't I just go be crazy? I don't know. I, th- I think it is. It's like what, motiv- what motivates you to, you know, try to achieve success, I guess. Oh, that's a good question. Because it, cause in, if in my head it's like, so monks, they spend their whole lives trying to right. find enlightenment. And once they find enlightenment, the only thing they do after that is die. Right. And it sounds... Callous and mean, but it's true though. Yeah. All you have to do left after enlightenment is die, and that's beautiful for them. So it's like if you have, and I'm, when I say you, I mean the royal you, anyone. Right. If you have such faith that there's beauty in the afterlife, why do you so? Why, why do you try so hard in the living? I'm not saying you do. Right. But people do that. Do and that. in some right. religions, in some religions, like in Catholicism, um, you 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 need to have faith that there's a life afterwards. But the reason why you try hard during life is because that's your judgment. Right. You know, so in some right. religions, you kind of have to try hard in life. But in a lot of spirituality kind of stuff, and, and I'm not saying it's true or not, but I find that it's people have faith that there's beauty after death, yet they will try so hard to, you know, succeed in things in life. Right. I don't know. It's odd to me. Go ahead. Well, I'm trying to think, like, so what would my alternative be right Right? Now? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I... Well, I have a, a ton of people <laughs> like, why do you run? Why do you go to the gym so much? Why don't you just sit on your ass and do nothing? Why don't you just, you know, yeah. enjoy life? I don't know. I still work full time. Yeah, I still run a business. I still, but I like it. Mm-hmm. I like what I do. Yeah, I love my clients. I love going to the gym. I love the feeling you get mm-hmm. from that. Um, oh, so I should probably just interject and tell you this funny thing. Okay. For Mother's Day. Go ahead. My son. Oh, I heard. Oh, you heard? I ever think about the, the the card that he that he gave you. Is that oh, what I'm talking about? No. Okay, what happened? No. Oh, something even worse than no, this is, making it about himself. Well, I mean Oh, I, that was your birthday, no, right? Yeah, the or birthday. Whatever. That was the birthday. This it was funny. At first I was like, Are you insane? And then I'm like, you know what? But then I start driving home and I'm like, that means a lot. So he was like, so for an added Mother's Day gift, because uh, whatever, he bought me a bunch of cute little things, but he didn't think it was enough. Um, he's like, you want to run the Philly distance half marathon with me the day before my birthday in September? And I'm like, you out of your freaking mind? Like, I just turned 64. Maybe I'd like to sit on the deck and just read yeah, a book and have a yeah. glass of wine. And he's like, no, you don't. <laughs> and I'm like, he goes, we need something to focus on. I'm like, you're right. I need something. I said, I agree. I haven't had anything like this to focus on. Mm-hmm. I've never done a half marathon. The longest I've run is 10 miles. So now we are both going to train. And r- and he was like, in his mind, it was cute. Because he's like, well, this way we can run a half marathon together. And then the next day is my birthday. Wow. You know? Being pain together, so, too. Yeah. But I went, how cool is that? I mean, for me, I think that's a cool thing that he's 38 and I'm 64, and we could do that together. Yeah. That in itself is... You have a great relationship frickin- with your son. Oh, yeah. In- like incredible. You'd think you guys were friends. We like, are. Like, no, but like you think I know. Like he wasn't your son. <laughs> I know. You know? I know. <laughs> Some people get a little... Uh, not Yeah. 
a little jealous of the relationship. It's a really good one. It, it is, is a, a good, really one. good one. So, because my follow up, yeah, is if someone were to ask me that question, Mark, yeah. why do you try so hard? Right, right. It's because if I die, well, if I die, when I die, <laughs> <laughs> you're never yeah. dying. When I die, if there's something there, I want to be able to look back at what I've done, done. as if it would be entertaining for me. Okay. That's why I do it. Oh, but that's good. Yeah, I like that. Um. Because, like, I don't, because, yo, this stuff is exhausting, man. You know. Like, I mean, you've been, like, you've been alive a lot longer than I have. This stuff is exhausting. I don't want to do this shit. Are you kidding me? Oh, trust me. There are days. You know, we all yeah. have our days. Yeah. Um, but I've always, I've always, I've always told DJ this for years and years, and I'm sure he'll be making jokes about it at my repass, you know, when I'm dead. Okay. Um, that I was like, 364 days out of the year, I'm in a good mood. That other one day, you stay away from me because yeah. I'm entitled to it. I am in, I've earned that one day, yeah. and it's become this big joke because he's like, actually, it was such a nice compliment that he said, he was like, you're happy no matter what you do. And I was like, huh? And he was like, yeah, you know whatever. who you are? Joan is the female version of Duncan Trussell. Who's that? I, I, I he's a comedian. Oh, but like he has his bro. I don't know. I'm gonna to have ex- to check him I out. I don't now. explain him to you, but yeah. he even sounds like you. <laughs> like right? That's because I sound like a man. Like you sound like, <laughs> but like the way you laugh and like, or he goes like, aha! Like he just makes weird noises. I don't know. But uh, you're like the female version of Duncan Trussell. Holy shit, man. Duncan Trussell. Now, great. I have to look up this comedian. Well, he, I got to get this book. Yeah. Uh, it's so true. To, like, he'll be on podcast. Oh, so he's like best friend with Joe Rogan. Okay. When they do when they oh. do a podcast. Yeah. They'll get dressed up in, in cloaks and yeah. they'll have candles. And like, you can't even see their face the entire episode. You're That's, Duncan Trussell. Okay. Different. I'm going to take that as a compliment. It is, it is a compliment. <laughs> it's a good thing. Trust me. Yeah, you're de- you definitely are. Oh my god, um, but yeah. So no, I I I this yeah. This stuff is exhausting, and the only reason why I think I do it sometimes is because I'd like to be able to look back at it if given the chance. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, you're young. Thank you. You are. You're very young. <coughs> I have a lot to look back on already. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I can. I mean, poor Amanda's heard too many stories. I've heard a lot of them. I've heard a lot of them. I'm sure you have. I've seen a lot of them actually. <laughs> oh God, what are you recording from the back? She, snap, she snapshots me <laughs> in the middle of her work day. <laughs> Hopefully, just pictures of the house. Yeah, there's like there's like a video of you like I don't know yelling at something in the minivan or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I do. I I yell at people. Well, they don't know I'm yelling at them. Oh, 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 you were doing the license plate thing where you were trying to rhyme with oh, license tra- plate. Yeah, playing the license plate name. game. Well, because you're playing the you just said the name game. You just said playing the license plate game like anyone else would know what no. you're talking about. Listen, as kids growing up in the back of the country squire wagon, we were going on a long trip. My father would say, "Shut up and play the alphabet game." And you have to look at signs and be like, "A about uh, a B, you know, Bay Ave, C, that." But I was trying to make <laughs> my, my name. You're not playing a prank on you. There's no way that's a game, man. It's a game. <laughs> How about I'm thinking of something that is red, and it has to. Oh, be the I Spy. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Different. See, than that's r- not fair. Your dad saying, "Read signs <laughs> out the window." I don't want to hear you talk. <laughs> it's completely different. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. 
That's it. Your phone is going to be in the front seat of the car. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Yeah, well, I always wanted to do stand-up comedy. Oh, you should try it. (laughs) I'd probably suck at it. Who cares? The only thing that um, uh, I'm like, well, people that know me would have to be in the audience because that's what would make it funny. And then I lose half my clients because I like to make fun of them all the time. I I don't have any jokes, but I was like asking this question and putting it into a story. Yeah, I always make fun of. Uh, I, I I always make fun of the afterlife because I'm like, you guys ever like? <laughs> seriously, I think about this, right? Yeah. Let's say like you're married, right? And you're fucking your 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 husband passes away, and then you get remarried, right. and then you die. Who the fuck do you hang out with? <laughs> Who do you hang out with? Everybody. Like it's like, but it like, just but like what? Like I always think about that, and then and then I start to get I I get really angry because I'm like sitting over here like. I think about like Jesus Christ, like there's, he definitely wasn't the only one, you know. God was like, "Yo, look what I did," and he like made the Son of God, right? And then they all die, and they all look like, oh, "Wait, are you weird? There was more of me." <laughs> uh, and Ma- and Mary wasn't innocent. She, I saw a meme. Oh God! I saw a meme where it was like it was like a picture of a guy like go- going like this, and it was like Mary when she tricks the entire world that her son son was the Son of God just to. Uh, Trick people to thinking that virgin. she wasn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> like even though like dude, hate, she would have to convince his son, to, her son, to be tortured to death, which definitely that's horrible. Yeah, so that's <laughs> not true, but it is funny to think about. Well, what do you think about with the? Uh, oh, I don't. I shouldn't even start that. The whole Bible thing. I've read the whole Bible. Okay, well, it's right there. That's my Bible. So who wrote it? What do you think about who the whole it? Bible thing? Well, who wrote like, it? Like it's an who anomaly. Who wrote it? Uh, several, dis- like a lot of disciples wrote. So the Bible is actually not a book; it's a collection of books. Right. Um, and each book is written by somebody different, and they are they say that the Holy Spirit, like like whatever that is, right, work through them to write what to they wrote. The Bible. But the problem with the Bible, <laughs> I should never start a sentence like that. <laughs> the problem with the Bible is there are a lot of strike of lightning. There, yeah, there are a lot of books from the Bible that were pulled away. Right. Um and also it's been translated from Latin and Hebrew and so who knows what the actual what the text original of, Yeah. Right. Like they say the most accurate religious book out there is the Quran, Quran. read in uh Arabic. Okay. Because that's it is like apparently never been changed or whatever. Uh-huh. Um I don't I'm not going to spend my life trying to learn Arabic to read the Quran, but I will <laughs> read a translation. Um but so that's so the Bible's weird because like no one really knows. It's it's all Faith based, right? Right. Um, but why do you ask? No, I was just interested with the whole faith based. Yeah. So let's go into the faith based. Every all of this stuff mm-hmm. is yeah, it's based on yeah. faith. I wish I could remember what the hell I just read the other day that was about that. It was a great analogy. But I mm. don't I I don't I don't So were you were you raised with a religion? I was raised Episcopalian, so about as close to Catholic as you could get. But, you know, we could still eat meat on Friday. And we could eat meat on Friday, too, just not during Lent. Oh, yeah. Well, that. Yeah. You know, we gave stuff up for Lent. I probably shouldn't be saying that. My my grandma's dead now. She's listening to me say I eat eat meat on Friday even during Lent. She's so (laughs) angry, man. She's so pissed off. Uh, Believe me, she's going to be pissed off about a lot more. So that that was your that was your first adult adult experience. adult experience. Yeah. So I experienced way too much, way too young, and have yeah. been talking to them ever since. So that's another thing. Like a lot of people, um, you know, I don't feel like I have to go up to Westfield to go to the to graveside to 
you know, talk to my parents. I have a little shrine from. I have a picture of my mom and dad on the side of my fridge. Every morning I make coffee, I say good morning to them. Yeah. I mean, I'll say, you know, hey, Nana, where the hell you been? And then a cardinal lands on the deck. Or as I pointed out to Amanda, I think it was yesterday, um, since her mom has passed, my mom passed, Tina's mom passed two, oh. like three years ago. Whoa. And Everybody. I were in front of this house and I went, oh my God, do you see the two cardinals? They're like dive bombing each other. And then a third one comes in and the three mm. of them are flying around. And I'm like, oh my God, it's your mother, my mother, and her mother. Like, can in you imagine your mother being like, yeah, my hey, mother be like, where's the Let's bourbon? go uh, be birds <laughs> for a few seconds and annoy our daughters. <laughs> But those, well, it depends on what you believe yeah, about, yeah. like, signs. Like, yeah. that, like when you see the the double digits, 11, 11, 111, oh, 2, Lisa 2, 2, never 2, shuts 3, up 3, 3. about that. I mean, well, th- because that means you... Wait, get the mic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that means you are uh, awakening. Yeah. Your own spirit. Like, you're being reminded. Like, you're on the right path. And each number means a different thing. Yeah. Well, I, I'm like... Like I said before, I think mm-hmm. a lot of times things don't work unless you believe in them. But then that's also the problem where it's like maybe because you believe in them, they exist. That's why they exist at all. So right. it's like you don't know if they exist because you're arbitrarily making them exist, or they exist because you're putting your energy out enough for them to come back to at come you. Back. I don't really know, but um, I I uh, like I said, I've never ex- seen a sign. I've never experienced divinity. Okay, but I do think a lot of things, you know, are faith based. It's like. Like what's what's that comedian? Uh, he's he's British. He was saying he he asked a few people. He said, "Do you believe in God?" And they said, "I don't know." And I'm like, "No, no, no! You can't say I don't know because right. no one does. Right. Either you do or do or you, you, don't. you don't." And I'm I'm okay with saying it might change in five minutes. Right. But at this moment, what do you believe? Right. And uh, even though you might not say God or Allah, like you believe in a greater power, that's a yes from right. you. Right. Right. Um, but. Yeah, it's 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 based on faith, and I think one of the problems is though I think a lot of people believe because they're afraid not to. That's good, you know. Yeah, Cause I believe that. I mean, like, what's the whole? Let the whole quote is like, "I'm a God fearing Christian." Right. That's a horrible quote. Yeah. I, I don't like that. But it's true. You're afraid. It's scary. Well, because uh, what? Because some people believe. Well, as a Catholic, did you go to confession every Sunday and confess your sins no. and get, you know, uh, yeah. you know, there are people that won't do certain things because they just feel like that's that's not good in God's eyes. And, you know, I don't know. But then doesn't God love everybody? Well, that's the that's like the conundrum, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Um, it's like the whole thing. Like people would say that, like, you can't be gay because God hates you. It's like, but what? That doesn't make any sense. That's yeah. a contradiction. Doesn't didn't he create? That person, so it's like it. None of it really makes any sense sometimes, and that's why some people think that Jesus actually came to abolish religion. Oh. People say that he came to be like, like, and and I've read the Bible. It's kind of almost true. I mean, like I was reading it, and it's like he's like, guys, you gotta just fucking stop it. Please stop. Right. Yeah. Right. And he he can't. He died for your sins, and and that doesn't mean go out there and sin. Sin. Right. But it's okay if you do because the whole thing is that when he saw. It, Every outcome ever. He saw everybody's future and everything they will ever do. And then he was like, everything I've seen, that's okay, and I will die for it. So right. 
but also that's not an excuse to be an asshole. <laughs> right. True. True. So so it's weird. But I I think that's another problem where people weaponize religion and spirituality mm-hmm. and they're like, Well, I Jesus said this, God said this, well, my Wiccan deity said this, uh, whatever it is, but right. that's not fair. You don't right. know. It's faith based. Right. You just what you believe. What in. you believe. Um and it also sucks that religion's what started most wars. Right. So when I s- read the Bible and I hear that Jesus, who may have not believed in really anything other than his own God, right, s- said stop religion basically, which I think is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where to go with that, but <laughs> Ooh. that's really cool. We could end now, too. We're getting, we're getting, we're coming towards the end. This was a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, there's a lot of good, there's yeah. a lot of good stuff. I enjoyed this. Yeah. What'd you do? Just what are we going to ex- talk about? Next what do you time, mean? Uh, whatever you want. Well, this is what you expected. No, you know what we're gonna do next time before we record. We're gonna go to Brazil and do DMT. <laughs> yeah, and we'll come, okay. we'll come back, and then I'll be eating the microphone. Yeah, I really do think like there's coming from someone that has no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, I, <laughs> this I you should definitely try to do DMT. I think I really think you should do it, and it's like it's legal. Right. If you go do it. The other thing, though, is that um, <coughs> read the book, see what you think. Okay. And oh, then, I can't wait to read the book. And then it seems like the best way to do it is through an IV. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to. You could smoke it. You could drink it if it's ayahuasca. But ayahuasca is probably going to end up making you sick. Sick, right. Um, but ayahuasca, apparently, you experience, like, DMT only lasts like 10 to 15 minutes. Right. And it takes, like, 10 seconds to act. Yeah. But I think I heard that the ayahuasca, you could, like, be in it for a few hours. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, though. Well, according to the group that went and did all this um, in Peru, it was quite a few hours. Would you like to come over here? You had to to say something? What do you have to say? Up to 12 to 18 hours with ayahuasca. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to do that. No. Yeah. I'd rather. I have a phobia of needles, but I'd rather do it intravenously. With the IV. Oh, I would do the IV. Yeah. I don't want to take the other stuff. Yeah. I don't want to purge. Because it's, 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 whatever. But, um, I'm like, I want to do it before I die. So. Oh, God, yeah. I think, I think if you have any plans on ever taking a vacation, I Mm -hmm. think you should put that on the list. Where? Anywhere where you can. Anywhere where you can do that. Yeah. And you can actually (coughs) make it. It's a compound you can make in your kitchen. Um. Oh. You could actually make it. Yeah. But and then there's test kits you could buy to make sure it's potent enough and not uh huh. like bad for you. Okay. Um but uh Oh I, I was like I don't know. I it's something that I want to I would do. try that. I mean I've jumped out of a plane, you know. Yeah. I, I've done some crazy things, there you some go. fun stuff. Yeah, what the hell? Easy stuff. Why and then not? and then you try it all. Try it all. What else what, I'll what, try what? it all. All I know is I need to hear, I need to listen to Tobias's uh, interview. <laughs> yeah. And because um, I want to know about more of what his thoughts are, too. Yeah. Well, he has both two, of you. He has two episodes. Okay. Uh, the most recent one I posted today, actually. Okay. And then the book, getting the book. Yeah. I'll show it to you what it looks like. It's okay. actually, it's Amanda's physical copy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you, Amanda. Um, <laughs> but, but that's it. Thank you so right. much. Thank you. This is great. Great stuff. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching, and we will see you on the next one. Peace. Bye.